is show 91 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast, and today I'm joined with a Cloth Diaper parent, Miranda, and we're going to talk about how she navigated and found her wash routine with hard as rock water. Welcome back to the Cloth Diaper Podcast, a regular show where we share stories of cloth diapering from parents, brands, retailers, and more. Today, I'm really excited to share a parent story. What is a parent story? Well, a parent story is when a cloth diaper mom or dad comes on the show and tells you how and why they cloth diapered and how they overcame any of the obstacles, because there are obstacles that happen. I was on TikTok and was talking about different types of wash routines and kind of skipping through the rules. I asked for parents to share their stories with me and if they wanted to, to share their story on a podcast. So I got some really great parent stories on the guest section of my blog. So if you go to clothhyperpodcast.com, you can read stories from other parents. You can also submit your own story. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a space for sharing in the lived experience of diapering. So if you have a weird routine and you don't want to come on the podcast, you can just email me, Bailey at Cloth Diaper Podcast, and we can write it out and publish it for the world to see. I also sometimes sit down with parents. So today I'm sitting down with Miranda, who is a U.S.-based cloth diaper parent who has hard as rock parents water. She's talking about how she found an answer without necessarily relying on Facebook groups or bloggers to find that answer. I love stories like her because it reminds us and it reminds all of us that cloth diapering can really be intuitive and easy and just problem solving. So here is today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Little Fanny Pants a reusable, eco-friendly, sustainable diapering choice brought to you by Christine. Christine is a passionate advocate for reusable products and a goal to provide you with modern cloth diapers with high quality materials designed to last. They've designed their diapers to be user-friendly, featuring vibrant prints everyone will fall in love with. If you're tired of wasting money on disposable diapers, now is the time to switch. Find little fanny pants at lfpdiapers.com. That's lfpdiapers.com. Or find them on social media, LFP Diapers, short for little fanny pants. So I am a mom to three little boys. Three. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, I started cloth diapering. It'll be four years in December um, is when our oldest turned four um we I was in college freshly married and we were not expecting to have a baby he was kind of our surprise baby and we really didn't have a whole lot of money because of college and jobs and situations and you weren't expecting to have a baby I mean a lot of us who are expecting to have babies we put certain things in place to feel a certain way so uh yeah. and here you are now with four years later with three babies so it went it went right. pretty fast there. <laughs> yes it's been a crazy ride I looked in the cloth because I had a, a cousin-in-law she's like well I've got some cloth diapers that I can give you guys to kind of help you get on your feet. She goes, I know babies are expensive and here's just one less thing to have to worry about um, getting going in your parenting journey. She was really amazing and nice to get help us get going. 
Um, she, this is um, a story I've heard a lot is having that one person who can support you through it. Did she really introduce you all to cloth diapering and help you figure out what to do and how to wash them and answer all your questions? She really did. Um, Cause I was like, when diapers are going to be expensive because at that time we were living in Western Kansas um, and we were about an hour away from any local Walmart and we either had to go an hour to get supplies or we had to order it in. And um, where we were living uh, is also known as the desert of the Great Plains. So there's lots of flat areas, not a lot there. Um, and so our, we would regulate our, our route to get to Walmart would be regularly closed in the winter. Oh, man, um, that would suck. Snow. Yeah. So that was just another big hang up for us besides the price was well what do we do if we run out of something you know yeah I think we don't talk about that nearly enough is like access to supply chains can be uh really hard for some people and cloth can be like the one less thing like you literally just can't you can't run I can run to the corner store because I live in a city but uh you can't run to a corner store or it or it might be closed yeah so we um, those were the two big factors for us starting cloth. Um, and with the help of a cousin, uh, who guided us a lot the first probably three to four months in trying to find something that worked well for us, um, and help us get a good stash going. Okay. So, so what, what does your, what did she give you and what does your stash look like? How has it evolved? So starting out, we started with um, the best bottoms all-in-two system. Oh, yeah. That's a great, their, simple system to get into. It was an easy system. Um, and we also did a lot of, like, flower sack towel flats, receiving blanket flats, that sort of stuff. That was my original stash. 95% of it, except for the covers, were thrifted from thrift stores that were in the little town we were in or um, given to us. Uh, with the, um, hey, like a I've got the baby in my hands. He's trying to play with everything. Um, are you are you diapering three babies right now, or? So I have my oldest is starting the potty train. So he has he wears cloth at um, naps and bedtime, and then the middle child he's kind he's two so we're just starting to explore potty training um it's so kind of yes (laughs) wears cloth more than he doesn't and the baby is um eight months old so he's still in cloth full time so you got a lot of diapering bums yes Um, (laughs) so our stash evolved down into pockets and all-in-ones i use a lot of either um there's several different wham companies work at home moms that i order yeah. from that do like pre-orders and different things so that's what most of my stash is and then i found uh a couple of all-in-ones that just kind of work for us they're from uh the, the heavy wetters from the squishy tushy here in the u.s uh, i think uh, yes i have um i have her in my email today actually so Yes, I've heard of that. So was, you've you've pivoted a little bit from like a cover all into the system into a pocket all in one as you find something that's working for you. And I, I just pulled up your original email, Miranda. I had 
I uh, apologize. There's lots of brain thoughts. It's funny to hear you go into pockets and all in ones when you're you're talking about having this hard as rocks water and on a septic system. So let's talk about that experience and learning to wash diapers and then wash what people would I sometimes I tend to shy away from all in ones because it can be difficult to wash, but you're you're obviously doing it. So how are you? How did you figure that out? What does your wash routine look like today? three babies and the diapers of your choice, really. So all of my diapers are natural fibers. Okay. There's that helps, not eh? any microfiber. Well, there's microfiber in the house, but I now use them as rags to clean up messes that toddlers <laughs> make, um, which they work really well. If anybody needs to repurpose a whole bunch of microfiber inserts, just keep them and use them for the toddler stages. It's worth it. <laughs> um, I mean, I use my prefolds almost every day with a four and six year old. Everything, yeah, yep. everything ends up on the floor all the time. So um, the only thing that would have a little bit of microfiber that I still use would be some of the layers in my all in one have some microfiber, but not a lot. So I use mostly um, bamboo and hemp uh, inserts. And because I found that those have held up the best to hard water for us personally. Um, and so what I usually use is we actually use uh, gain detergent. We use oh. liquid gain and then um, some like half a cup of borax usually in a wash. Mm-hmm. And that seems to do pretty well. You say pretty well. What, 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 what <laughs> are you holding so- back? <laughs> Um, the, well, the big thing is the supply. Sometimes we don't have borax mm. available. Gotcha. Okay. Um, even here, we actually have moved to Iowa and we still don't always get supplies in that we think we're going to have. So I have found that consistently gain has given me the best wash. Interesting. Um, I know everybody, Yeah. everybody love Tide, but that's been, that's actually been my worst experience with using Tide. Um, well, that is but, one of the things that, uh, like, do you have, do you have, do you have friends locally who cloth diaper? Do they also have gain experiences? Sometimes we see like regional bubbles where a certain detergent works better. Uh, I know my mom and I, we can't use the same dish the uh, for the dishwasher. She uses uh, the green package. And if I use that at my house, it does not work. Um, so sometimes we see little regional bubbles. It can be. I know that was one of the detergents that my cousin originally suggested to us when we first started <laughs> diapering was she goes, if Ty doesn't seem to work, switch over to gain. Stuff works well on diapers. So, um, and usually I've had very consistent results with using liquid gain and some borax in with this. Um, what do you do? Gain. What do you, if you do if you're out of borax? So I also <laughs> have, um, I keep washing soda around, oh, which okay. is a little bit different than baking soda. Um, and I use a half a cup to a full cup. It just depends on the load size. I can't um, say I keep washing soda around. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, so I use that to scrub a lot of things. I kind of use it as a stain treatment on some of my husband's dirty farm clothes that he brings in. It oh. seems I kind of make a paste with it, and it seems to help clear out what needs to be 
picked up and pulled out of like denim. Um, well, there's a so fun tip of the day. Okay. It's either, it's usually borax and um, gain. So. Okay. I, so I haven't heard gain in a long time, which is really awesome. I mean, when I first started diapering four or five years ago, people love gain and then it kind right. of fell off. You've got like really hard water. Have you had any, have you had any hiccups or any troubles that you've had to navigate through? And if so, how, how did you kind of uh, problem solve that? We had a lot of problems starting. <laughs> oh no. I mean, a lot. Um, oh, the first, two years I was probably stripping every six months oh I mean it's not too bad but it's a little bit a lot of work it, yeah um it was every yeah it seemed like it was every four to six months I was sitting trying to shovel troubleshoot what was going on um lots of barnyard funk you know stuff like that oh, yeah um just lots of mineral buildup and um it wasn't until somebody was like well I know and this was in a mainstream cloth group they were like well you need to test your water and when the test came back to a point of the scale wouldn't on the side of the container wouldn't even read how hard my water was I realized that was probably why none of our clothes was getting clean Oh, yeah, well, you definitely like if you were experiencing <laughs> that was my other question was going to be, is your regular clothes getting clean? Because uh, oh. of that, at that hardness, you most likely were having struggle, trouble. Oh, we were. Yeah, it was a struggle to get clothes clean. And I never really I had never washed with water that hard before because I grew up on a well and well and septic um, and our water. It was marginally hard. Like it would leave hard water spots on stuff, but it wasn't like so crazy hard that it wasn't cleaning stuff. Mm-hmm. If that clothes and stuff, yeah. If that makes sense. So. Oh, it does. Is that so? Uh, is that when you decided to kind of go into adding an additive to your routine once you kind of had it tested and realized what you were dealing with? Yes, that's so. I found that out probably my first. Within the first year, I'm trying to think back. It, so within about my first year, I figured out where I was as far as the water hardness. And so adding the borax and or any water softeners um, into the into the washing machine while I was washing clothes, that really started making a difference. Um, mm-hmm. And then that was and then it started having issues with stuff wasn't getting clean again and so I was like well let's try switching detergents because I started out with Tide Mm -hmm. and hard water and then so we switched to Gain and the water added the water softener additive and it's worked well ever since we have not had any issues I probably haven't stripped diapers in several years just because they've always stayed clean and haven't had any problems it's a uh, hard water is such a challenge how do we navigating through that and when you need it did you start adding the borax and softeners to your regular clothes to get some better cleaning yep so everything gets washed with some a little bit of borax of course depending on load size mm-hmm. typically though it's 
probably a quarter to half a cup of borax for anything that gets ran through the washer anymore. You thought about putting in a, a home water softener instead? Oh, we just got one in about two months ago, three months ago, something like that. Um, and that has really started changing a lot of stuff. I've had to here within the past month or so, I've had to come not completely revamped, but I've had to really rework what Adjust. I was doing. <laughs> so, How does your hair feel? Few, I've heard that can make a difference on your hair as well. It feels much cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's so funny how like hardness impacts all these things about soap. All the soap. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things that I never really realized this until we ran out of salt last week in our softener. That was a complete fluke. We have been busy with um, corn and soybean harvest and we forgot to check. I was like, man, my hair is really kind of heavy and greasy and nasty. So I opened up the, the salt um, container for the water softener and it was empty. I was like, oh, that would explain why my hair that would like <laughs> so you've gone now so now you, you've been ex- you've been dealing with your hard water and now you're adjusting into a water softener uh, and how is that kind of going for your laundry a lot of people have different experiences with water softeners some people get frustrated that they over soften are you finding that at all i haven't found that i've actually found we thankfully were were able to find a company that was really great about helping us fine tune into a system that wasn't going to completely over soften everything, but it was still going to bring the water hardness within a reasonable level. I okay. Would say. Oh, that's really good. So you've been working really closely with the company that installs water softeners to make sure that you have a positive experience. Yes. Um, I have noticed I hear probably within the last month or so, I've really started to slow down on how much borax I've been using and the clothes are still coming out. Clothes and diapers and everything have still come out in great shape. Um, So it's definitely changing a lot of things, having to use a little, I've noticed I've had to use a little less detergent recently, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just, just different been, changes. Oh, I was going to say, but you've been doing this for four years and you've been adjusting along the way. So you are perfectly capable of this, right? Of making the changes, recognizing what needs to happen and knowing what to do if, goodness forbid, it falls apart on you. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here two or three months into this and I was watching my diapers this morning. I was like, man, there's a lot of studs in my rinse cycle. Because I I had there for a long time, I had to do two wash cycles and then a rinse just to make them sure. It sounds crazy with hard water, but it was so hard that it wasn't completely washing the soap out of everything all the time. And so having to do it a very short rinse, I mean, it's like it was like maybe 10 minutes long. Um, and I was watching it this morning. I was doing diaper laundry and I was like, man, there's a lot of soap suds still in this rinse. Please don't let there be detergent buildup. I don't have the brain. I don't have the brain power to deal with a detergent buildup issue right now. Oh, 
A detergent buildup's not too big of an issue. You're just rinsing it until it's clear. It's really not. It's one of those deals, though. We are in the throes of um, corn, corn harvest, soybean harvest, bringing livestock home, a house renovation, and about 16,000 other things all up in the air. And I was like, I don't have the brain power to deal with this Make today. the diaper laundry work for me. Yeah, it sounds like and um, I'm a Canadian and I am in northern BC. And I mentioned the snow day this morning because it dropped to... Um, 25 Fahrenheit last night and every sheet sheet of ice. So the idea that you're harvesting right now, I can't even imagine. Um, But I also went to school in Missouri, so I have a little bit of an idea. Or what would you say is your piece of advice to encourage parents to to be their own problem-solving advocate as a cloth diaper parent? I'm listening to your story about how you've made changes. You've you've taken advice from your sister. You've taken advice from mainstream groups. And you're making all these little changes to be, find a routine that works for you. Uh, How could we, how could we bundle that up and to share with a new parent listening? Honestly, the one thing that I don't remember who told me this, but it's been a while back. Somebody told me to not be afraid of your laundry. And all Mm, diapers are is another load of laundry, especially with natural fibers. She was like, they tend to be a little more forgiving as far as if you mess something up one routine, you can go back in and take care of it. And you're not going to completely ruin everything and spend hours working through it again. That's been something I've been working with the Oklahoma uh, diaper bank is they deal with a lot of really hard water in the Oklahoma area as well. And she's found that kind of encouraging this shift back to natural fibers, whether it's just a flower sack towel or receiving blanket has been kind of a complete game changer for their community. It's been so much easier to navigate wash routines. It's just like, because microfibers job is to like hold on to dirt (laughs) It really loves to hold on to dirt in a wash routine, uh, and it can be such a pain. And that, that's my that's my other piece of advice that I tell a lot of people that are looking at cloth diapers. Um, and I tell them, I've been there where we couldn't afford natural fibers. We started out all microfiber unless it was a flour sack towel. But if you can afford it, take the splurge and make the extra investment into a natural fiber, whether that's a lot of cotton or some bamboo and hemp um it's gonna be worth it in the long run to do that um yeah it can definitely be hard to see that long run game but it can be worth it like your mental health sanity and figuring out a wash routine as well uh and it doesn't always have to be expensive right? you said flower sock towels i use receiving blankets with my toddlers i love receiving blankets with my big kids because they're massive and the kid is massive are you how many diapers are you washing a day right now, Miranda? Or how, how often do you walk every few days? Three kids? So we, I was at a weekly for a long time, um, up until probably, until we had our third back in February. I was washing once a week, roughly. Um, now that we've added the third baby full time, I go every two to three days, probably. Um, yeah, you have so many diapers, especially with because, a little baby. Well, yeah, he goes through a lot and he has, we had lots of GI problems with him. So it just seems like we're constantly changing diapers to keep track of stuff. Um, so I probably wash 
25 to 30 diapers every two days. And that is 35-ish is like the most my washer and dryer want to handle. Yeah, that was my experience too. Um, is I can't really get more than, I had two in cloth. I didn't have three, but um, yeah, about 30, I could squeeze maybe 32, 34 in there. But any more than that, it was like, eh, you're really now stop doing this to me. Yeah, yeah. It feels like you're, if I go much over that 30, 35 range, it feels like I'm cramming them in. And I, I've noticed they don't get, as clean when they're that tightly packed yes they definitely need some room to dance i think i was on the phone with stephanie the day she kept talking about the dance party in her washing machine uh yeah there's definitely needs to be some sort of dance party can't be too close need some room to wiggle well thank you miranda for taking the time out of your busy farm life schedule to share with me how you've kind of made this journey in cloth diapering work i'm so happy because i haven't actually talked to a parent in a while i've just been sharing brand stories for a while so i get love sitting down um, and listening to your problem solving skills and what's working for you uh man hard water though you got like rocks and I'm glad that you've gotten a water softener I'm sure that has been huge in like dishwashing did you see that TikTok 